Friday. Welcome back to the podcast. It's me, Morgan, and this is That's All Pod. You know where you were at. You you clicked on the episode. You know what we're listening to. But I just wanted to remind you. Remind you in the right place, the right time. And we are ready to get into today's episode. I'm excited about this because I'm actually recording on a Friday, which is so not common for me. And so I can feel the Friday vibes with you guys. So you listen to this right when it comes out. And it's just, it's a Friday morning. We're feeling good. We're feeling great, right? Right. So this week's episode is about all the things I have learned since being single for the last year. And it kind of just came to me a couple days ago. I wasn't really planning on talking about this, but I just celebrated my one year single. Um, And while that could have had some negative emotions with it, and it did, um, it also had a lot of really positive emotions. And I kind of wanted to just go into all of that and give you guys kind of a look into what life has been like single over the last year um and just kind of go over all the things that I've learned whether it's positive negative about myself about what I want in a relationship who knows um but you guys were there you guys were this is when like around this time last year is when the podcast picked back up again and I really you guys like really helped me through a really really tough horrible time in my life and having this podcast and having the support of you guys and you guys wanting to hear about my life I, I like that meant more to me than you'll ever know and so I feel like it's been a year now we can we can get a little more into the nitty-gritty you know I didn't want to like talk too much about I just feel like there's nothing really bad to talk about it's just realistically like things that happened um within or like outside of that relationship um but yeah before we get into, into that let's go into my life updates as always So at the time that I'm recording this, I just got back from New York, but I'm about to leave for Oregon. But while you guys listen to this episode, when it comes out, I'll be in Oregon. So just lots of travel things happening, which I feel like you guys kind of know. But I got home from New York and my trip to Boston and New York was just so fun. Obviously, you guys heard the episodes of me with Hannah. And if you didn't listen to those, go listen to them because honestly, they're some of my favorites and so yeah my trip to Boston was great my trip to New York was great and just had so much fun hanging out with Hannah since we're like Instagram friends originally and now I've gotten like I've gotten to go see her twice and in the last like less than a year and so it's just really cool to like connect with people like that and a reason why I do actually love social media sometimes but I at least did have a better flight home and a much better travel day than I did obviously going there because I told you guys all about that but trying to manifest some good travel days because I'm so over these ridiculous travel days guys like that was just so bad so I'm manifesting some good travel to and from Portland and then I have more like road trips coming up in May which I'll fill you guys in on as they're happening but yeah um I also so this is my current dilemma if you guys have any thoughts on it let me know by the time this comes out I might have I hope I've already decided but My current dilemma is that I want to go to Europe. I want to go to Europe and I want to go by myself, but I'm scared, number one. And I also just don't want to spend the money, you know? Um, If I go, it would be the last, it would be like the end of June, like two weeks in June. And because I'm like, if I'm going to go, I'm going to go for like two full weeks. And the thing is, I never have a June with no weddings. Like that's so, so rare. And to have a June that's honestly so open, like that's crazy. So I'm like, I feel like I should make use of it. And I've been wanting to, I keep seeing all the stuff about Europe. 
I haven't been since I was like 18. So that's been like what, five years now. And I just feel like I need to go back. And like, as I talk about it, I'm like, oh my God, why have I not booked the tickets yet? So my current plan, I just need to, I just need to book the tickets so that they're booked and I have no choice anymore. But flying out of New York is cheaper. And so I will probably use my Southwest points, fly to New York and then stay with my aunt for like a day or two and then fly out of New York and fly into Paris. But my thing is, I like don't know where I want. I think I would do hostels, just like backpack by myself. But then I'm like, if there's a friend that wants it to go, I would kind of enjoy that. But I'm also like, I feel like I need to do this. Like I'm, we're going to talk a lot about just like doing things alone today. And I just feel like this is something that I need to do. Like, I don't know why, but I feel like I need to. And so like, as I'm talking about this, I'm like, why I need to go book the tickets ASAP. And I feel like I just need to book them so that they're booked. And then I have to just plan. Cause the thing is, I'm like, Oh, like, I don't know. Like, where do, where do I want to just like stay in France? Do I want to like try and like see some other countries too, which I probably will do that. It's just like, I don't, I don't want to try and pack too much in to those two weeks because like I want it to be enjoyable. So I don't know. I don't know. That's where I'm at, but I just really want to go. And I feel like backpacking like by myself will be such a like, just so good for me. I feel like it would be so beneficial and so great for me as a person so I feel like I need to but I'm still undecided so if you have any thoughts or if you've backpacked or done a solo trip to Europe let me know because you guys know I do the solo travel but to Europe the other country that's where I get like eh, I get I, I still get stressed I get I get a little anxious about it but yeah um anyway the weather here though the weather in Michigan this week has been fabulous I get back from New York it was like perfect weather in New York too like just warm enough but like not too hot and then I get back here and it's been like 70 today is like 80 and then the day I leave for Portland in a few days it's supposed to get back down to like 30 and snow or something but I'm enjoying it like I have just really been really been trying to embrace where I live and the community I have around me because you guys know like I didn't have that in Ludington last year I didn't have that community I really really was doing a lot with myself and for myself and I think that was like a really good era that I was in in like season of life because of like everything I was going through but I also really really craved community and now that I have it it's really easy to like not want to do things it's like oh like I just want to stay in tonight I just want to but I'm like doing things with people like doing things outside the house especially when it starts getting nice out like this is so fun so this week I've been golfing I am going to an event with my friend tonight I have just been like going on walks I just hung out for like an hour with my friend driving around her new little in her little convertible that just got fixed up we went and got coffee drove by the river like these things don't have like that was like an 45 minutes of my time and originally I was like no I can't I don't have time I gotta record the podcast I gotta get ready before I leave later I gotta do this this and this and I'm like okay honestly though you're gonna probably fuck around for at least an hour in there just go do that have fun and then just come back and get your stuff done and so I'm really 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 trying and I think this has been a topic that has been talked about in every episode for the last few months but I just am trying so hard and I am not even just trying I am I am working so hard on just doing things that enjoy me and oh my god doing things that I enjoy and that bring me enjoyment and that like fulfill me that aren't work related because 
I can't keep living the way that I've been living, like living for work because the other, I guess, like life update is just, I don't know. I wouldn't say this is like specifically work related, but I am just having some like hormonal health issues and I have not had my period in a few months. I've now like gained some weight and it's just like none of it's really making sense. And I've always kind of had hormonal issues that I've just tried to like fix myself or kind of ignore. And so I finally, I finally made an appointment with an endocrinologist to like get this figured out. And of course, the first opening they have is in August. So that's like four months from now. So until then, I'm just kind of taking matters in my own hands and trying to figure things out for myself. And I think a big issue is just I have a very high, like constant high stress level. Like my cortisol levels are so high. And my body's just like constantly in a state of stress. And so I've really, really been working on like doing things that just like bring me joy that don't stress me out. And like when work is done, work is done. If I'm in the mood to work, sure I will. But I'm not going to like force myself to do stuff that I like that is like genuinely hurting me. And so this week I like had things to do on my to do list and I got them done. But a lot of it was more so like errand running and cleaning and getting things ready and like making phone calls, making appointments and stuff like that. So I had a lot of that to do and I had a little bit of work to do and like obviously the podcast and stuff like that, but I didn't have any like big, like my editing list is clear right now. Like I didn't have any big overarching things that really needed done. And so I just kind of like gave myself some grace and I'm like, okay, you want to go golfing at 9am on a Thursday? Go for it. You want to go for a long walk every day? Go for it. And part of that too, lowering stress levels, um, is that I've been doing a lot of high impact, like high intensity workouts, which raise your stress levels a lot. And so I think kickboxing not is the whole issue, but I think it's not been a help to the issue that and like going to the gym and like going hard at the gym. So I'm kind of trying to like tone back from that, which sucks because I have really been enjoying kickboxing and I could be wrong about all of this. Maybe this isn't the problems that I'm having, but I need to try something because I just do not feel great in my body recently. And like my body image issues have kind of been skyrocketing And I'm really just trying to like work through all of that and like not feel shame, not feel bad about myself, but just like recognize that I don't feel great and like try to find ways to fix it. So taking a step back from kickboxing, which is sad because I literally loved going and I'm going to find I'm going to figure that out and hopefully be able to still go. But right now I'm just trying to like walk, do a little bit of yoga, stretch and just go back to like a very low intensity, low impact workouts um and see how that makes me feel just because I've been beyond bloated I feel like shit honestly and I don't want to feel like that like it sucks especially after putting in so much effort the last few months to like be on a consistent workout schedule and like doing it to feel better and now I feel worse like it's it's really really hard mentally and I'm just trying to like work through that um so yeah I'm not sure how I got on that whole tangent but essentially just trying to lower my stress levels and so in the mornings now I've been I kept seeing the people are like oh you need to do just uh, as soon as you wake up do a 10 minute walk and I'm like I don't want to do that like it's either it's cold outside or like that sounds annoying but the last all week every morning when I wake up I wake up at like 7 30 and then I like roll out of bed I drink some water I sit there for a second and then I just throw on my like Birkenstocks or something my sandals and just walk to the end of the block and back it's like five ten minutes and come back inside drink some water journal on the porch because it's been so 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 nice out and I just feel so I feel like it I honestly feel like it's helping like could be placebo effect who knows we'll keep doing it and see what happens but 
overall just really trying to lower the stress levels lower the cortisol levels and just try to get my body into like a better like allow myself to quiet my mind sometimes my therapist and I were talking about it and she was like is is it ever like just quiet I'm like no I constantly have a podcast going I have music going I'm doing something I'm working if I'm watching tv I'm working if I'm watching tv I'm on my computer I'm like there's always something else going on and so I have also been trying to do a little bit of meditation again Try not to go too crazy because uh, it, I like it really bored sometimes in the meditation, but I'm trying to get back into it and just do things that make me feel good. So I feel like if you're struggling, take a, take something from that because I, it's not, it's not fun to be existing in a body that's like not cooperating with you or feels like shit, especially when you're trying so hard to be your best self and I feel like you guys can see that I've been putting a lot of effort in mentally and physically to work on myself. And then to see, honestly, results that are the opposite of that has been really, really, really fucking hard for me. But we are not going to dwell on that. We're going to find the positivity in it and really try to flip that and just honestly figure out. Because clearly my body, I've, I'm a strong proponent of listening to your body and it, w- it will tell you what's going on and um, my body's telling me something is wrong and so I'm trying to listen to it obviously that's hard because I can't even get in the doctor for months but gonna keep doing research on my own and try to figure this out and work through it by myself or through the help of others but mm, currently not a doctor at least for a few months um yeah I feel like that is my life updates I had other things I think but it was just all all relating to my health and working out and yeah all that so I guess that means that we can just get right into the episode hope you're excited I these are not in any specific order it's not like most important to least important I don't know just I was sitting there on the porch and I was like what is everything I've learned in the past year of being single because I was like oh my gosh it's been a year like I can't believe it I just started journaling again this week because I haven't been journaling in months and I was like I just feel like I need to write everything down as I was writing all these things down I was like oh my god let's talk about it in the pod so I'm just gonna start reading them off and probably go into details about some of them some of them are so random but some of them are deeper but anyway getting into it living alone in your 20s is such a gift don't waste it um obviously I'm only 22 about turn 23 and so I still have much of my 20s left to live alone I don't currently live alone but right after my ex and I broke up, I did live alone for like six months. And I think it's so, so great. Like I, I remember being with him and I was like, oh, we're not, we're, I mean, we're going to end up together. So I'm never going to get to live alone. Like that kind of sucks. But then I kind of like put it in the back of my head. I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But like, I think that living alone, if you can, I understand that there's certain situations that you don't end up living alone. That's fine. But I think if you have the opportunity to try and live alone, I think that it's just really good. Like you truly figure out what you need in your space, how you want it to to exist within your space, how you want things to be, like how you want to be. I just I feel like it teaches you a lot about yourself and because you spend so much time at home like that it's your home. And when you have somebody else there with you, I mean, even if it's not consciously like you're you're doing things to like make sure that they're comfortable and make sure that you're like sacrificing a little bit for each other to like make sure you're both on the same page whatever but when you're by yourself like you're doing what works for you what makes you happy and you get to be very very selfish and so if you have the opportunity to live alone I think you should not waste it and you should really take advantage of it because 
I think that was like just so beneficial for me, especially after living with a partner. I think that like, yeah, um, it's okay to be sad, still be sad. Sometimes you're human. I think that's something that's I've brought up in therapy a little bit the last few months because I'm, I'll like randomly would get these like waves of sadness and I'm like, why? I'm like, it's been almost a year or like now it's been over a year. I'm like, why am I still sad? And she's like, because you're a fucking human. Like you're a human being who still has feelings and it doesn't matter how long it is. You're still allowed to feel the feelings because you were with that person. Like they were a huge part of your life. And so if there's something that like triggers you or like makes you sad and it's been a long time, that's okay. That doesn't mean that you're not healed or like that you're not actively healing or that you're not doing better without them or whatever it is like you can still be all those things and still be sad um find a therapist asap if you don't like them find a new one so as soon i had been wanting to get back in therapy for i mean even before my ex and i got together and the whole time i was like oh, we, i really should get back in therapy and i just never did and as soon as we broke up i was like finding a therapist asap i'm not i'm not gonna let myself heal poorly from this like i want to do my best to like heal in the most healthy way. And so I got a therapist ASAP and I had the therapist for like May to August or like May to September. And honestly, we did not, it was not really at all what I needed. It was fine. Like we would chat (laughs) every week and like I would tell her my problems, but it was more so the kind of therapy where like, I guess at the time it was probably beneficial because I don't think I was really ready to like work through the deep things of my relationship because I didn't even know half of them at that point. And so really what her and I had was just I, every week it was like a check in. I complained about things about me in my life. She didn't really do much in return. Like she didn't really help me that much. Honestly, she wasn't she wasn't that great. But at least I had somebody there. I was trying. Um, and then I ended up finding my new therapist in what January and so now I've been working with her and now we're like actually getting into the deeper things like the trauma that comes from just a breakup or a relationship or anything like working through all of that and she's just much more beneficial in that way so I feel like she's a much better fit but I am really glad that I at least got a therapist right away and just had someone to talk to whether it was stuff about the breakup or just like in life in general Um, I think that it was just really really beneficial so if you can get a therapist in general you should just have one I think But especially after a breakup, if you know that you're going to really be struggling, I think having someone to talk to is and someone that knows what they're talking about to help you. Like, I think I think that's a huge, huge thing that you need. Sometimes I like have a word in my head that I'm like trying to find and trying to say. So then I'm like, uh, don't know what word I was trying to say there, but it was not thing. Anyway, you have to let yourself feel your feelings, not just right after, but always. So with that whole like therapy thing, I was like. I want to heal from this in the right way. I want to, I want to just do this right. I don't want to let this like fester and me like push all these emotions down. Like I want to heal from this. I have not had a breakup before. I want to do this as healthily as possible. And in that I was letting myself feel a lot of my feelings. Like when I would be sad, I would like the amount that I cried the first like few months, like month or two after I was crying all the time. Like (laughs) I was still having really great days, but I was like, if I got sad, I cried. If I was feeling upset, I cried and I let myself feel those things, which I think for me and like my past of never crying, that was like very different. But I was like, I know that I'm feeling these emotions and I need to let myself feel them. So if I'm sad, I'm going to let myself be sad. I'm going to let myself cry. I'm going to let myself be angry. Like I let myself feel the feelings. 
But then I got to this point where I would say like five, six months after where it's like, okay, it's been six months. It's like in your head, you think you should just be fine. Like it's been six months. I should be fine now. Like why would I like it's been six months. And so I feel like at that point, so like going into the fall, that was when I was like, it wasn't my personality, not personality trait, but like, I feel like it was like, I was like categorizing myself as going through a breakup all summer. I'm like, oh, I'm going through a breakup. I just went through a breakup. And like, that was like a big piece of who I was in the moment. And then by the time like fall came around, it's been like over six months. I'm like, okay, I don't think I'm going through a breakup anymore. And so I feel like then subconsciously, every time I would like feel sad, I would just kind of push it down because I'm like, dude, you, you did the breakup. You went through the breakup. Why are you still sad? Like, we're done with that. It's time to move on. And so I was really pushing myself to like fit on this timeline that I created in my head of when I should be okay and when I should be healed. And I kept hearing people say that I'm like, they're like, oh, it could be a year. Like sometimes like you're allowed to feel sad for as long. I'm like, yeah, I get that. But like, I'm fine. Like my life is better. I can, I can clearly see how much better my life is. But that doesn't mean the sadness or like the emotions aren't going to be there still. And so I think I should have really let myself feel more because now like going to therapy the last few months, we've been like, she's like, you, you're allowed to feel these things. I'm like, I know, but it's been a year. And she's like, okay, I don't care. I'm like, oh, okay. So just like realizing that, that I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how long it's been. Like if you're still feeling something, like you're allowed to feel it. You have to prioritize yourself in your relationship. This is something that I think, I don't know if I necessarily learned this from the past year of being single, but I've reflected on it from when I was in a relationship. I, again, that was my first real relationship, first boyfriend, first most things. And I I kept saying that I know I have to prioritize myself. I know I have to. But there was a period where like I wasn't just because I was depressed. I was anxious. I was feeling lots of things within myself that I didn't want to feel. And so it was really hard to prioritize myself because then I would have to like look inward and figure out what was going on with me. And it was easier to just do what he wanted or help him or whatever. And I know that that now looking back, like at the end of our relationship, I started to realize that and I was trying to prioritize myself. But at that time, or at that point, like it was a little bit too late, but I'm like realizing now how important that is to like still remain your own person I knew these things but until you like fuck it up in a relationship I feel like it's really hard to realize it and I just know now that going into another relationship or even like friendship any sort of relationship in your life like you have to keep prioritizing yourself yes you can still be a really good person you can be a really good friend you can be a listener you can sacrifice you can drop things when somebody needs you Uh, that's fine you should still do that. Like you should still be a good friend in that way or a good partner in that way. But you still have to remember you cannot, you, you can't pour from an empty cup. Like if you're not prioritizing yourself and doing the things that you know are going to benefit you and your mental health and your physical health and your emotional health, like if you're not doing that, how are you ever going to help anybody else through all those things? And so I just wish that I would have realized that a little bit sooner and really like put that to work a little bit sooner. Cause I think it's easy to just like, push your feelings to the wayside because you love somebody and you like want to help them you want to be there for them you want to like compromise and just like be partners but sometimes it's like okay well that compromise I can't compromise that one thing like that one thing cannot be compromised because that means I'm not prioritizing myself and that means I'm not being true to myself and so I just think 
really remembering to prioritize yourself in relationships is a, a huge thing. I'm just, I, I clearly I'm going to end every, <laughs> every single, um, thing with, it's a huge thing because it is apparently, um, if you're not telling your friends certain bad things in your relationship, it's probably a sign. I'm not going to go too much in <laughs> this one. Um, but there were just a few things that I like wasn't telling people. And I knew the reason I wasn't telling them because I knew that it wasn't good. But I also was like, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Because it was like on one hand, it did make a little bit of sense. Like whatever. But there were multiple times I would cry myself to sleep and nobody knew that I was crying myself to sleep. So if you're hiding something like that, it's probably because there's something wrong that you don't want to admit. And sometimes it just takes the time to get it to you to admit it to yourself. And you can't like rush that. But if you actively notice yourself not, especially if you're a person who tells your friends everything, I tell my friends absolutely everything, things that they probably don't care or want to know. I just do. That's it's our friendship. It's how I work. It's how I am. I'm a big talker. I talk through everything. So I have a podcast and there were things that I was not sharing with them, specifically the cry myself to sleep. And I'm at the back of my head. I'm like, it's fine. Like it's just happened a few times, but it's like, mm, okay, but let's if you talk if you talk every other thing through with them why would why don't you want to talk this thing through like why don't you want to talk this through because it's probably a little bit of a bigger issue so if you're hiding things from your friends when you're already a very open person it's probably something to look into on a more positive note going out to dinner and drinks alone is actually really fun and that is a major major thing i've learned this year because i used to be terrified i distinctly remember march last year so last march which would have been, I was still in a relationship and, but this was at the point where like he had moved across the state and I was like kind of living alone for the first time and like we were still together or whatever. Um, and I started like a little workout, like reward system so that I would like every, every week I would like after one week of working out consistently, I would give myself a prize and after three weeks, five weeks, whatever. So the first week the reward was to take myself on a breakfast date and at that point I was still like very I'd figured out a lot of my food allergies and I still am like always figuring out more but going out to eat just still gave me a lot of anxiety because I was always so scared of getting sick but I was so I found this place and it was like an hour away and I was like okay they have lots of options they have vegan options like I'm gonna go there I'm gonna take myself on a, a breakfast date and then get coffee and it's just gonna be like a whole little morning and I'm like so excited and blah 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 I remember like getting ready and I was like talking to my sister on the phone. I was like, why is the, the concept of like going to sit at this restaurant making me so anxious? She was like, dude, I go for breakfast all the time alone. Like I love going. And I was like, I, I get that. But like, I was like, the only place I go alone like that is for coffee, but I always have work to do. So I always, if I go get coffee, I always have something to do. And I always have my bag. I always have my computer. I have like something I need to work on. I have a book, whatever, but it's like a coffee shop. So I feel like that's, you know, that's common. But the thought of going to breakfast and just sitting at a table alone eating, I was like, people are going to think I'm dumb. People are going to think I'm alone. People are going to think that I'm a loser, like all this stuff. And my sister's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, just go. I'm like, okay. And I remember going and I brought a book because I was like, I need to do something. Like, there's no way I can just sit and eat. And I honestly did not really enjoy myself. Like, it was not very fun. I was so anxious the whole time. And I was really trying to tell I got pancakes and I, I got like all this food because I was like, I'm fucking hungry. I'm just going to take home um, like my leftovers. But I was like sitting there and I was like, read my book. And I was like, don't be on your phone because that's just like, you, that's not the point of this. Like, don't be on your phone. 
I like kept picking up my phone because I'm like, I feel so awkward. I feel so uncomfortable. And that was a year ago. And now like I think like I'm like remembering this. And I'm like trying to like convey to you guys my feelings during that time. But I, I don't typically really feel like that anymore to the same extent. Like, don't get me wrong. I still get anxious sometimes going to eat by myself, like at a restaurant or whatever, especially like if I'm traveling. Sometimes it makes me a little bit anxious, but not to the extent that it did a year ago. Like I would get so worked. I was like so worked up about it. I was like, this is so embarrassing. Like what's embarrassing about it? Like when you see other people out and about doing things by yourself themselves, you're like, oh my God, they're so cool. They're so like, they're so independent. Like they can do all these things by themselves and like they don't care what other people think. That's what I'm thinking when I see people by myself. So why would I think that they're shitting on me or like that I'm embarrassing? Like what? It just didn't make any sense. And so over this last year, especially last summer, I would go, I would get drinks by myself on like Friday night sometimes because in Ludington, again, I didn't have friends and I was like, I don't want to go like be around people, but I don't have anybody to hang out with. So I'd like go grab a drink by myself at the bar or I go out um, for lunch by myself. And I remember one of the next times that I gone out, like I would say in like April and May last year, I went out for food a few times by myself and it was still really anxious every time or it was like really, it would make me really anxious every time. And one of the times was in Omaha. I went on that trip a couple weeks after my breakup and I like went for dinner drinks by myself. I got tacos. I sat at the bar and I remember I had like hyped myself up before I went in. I was like, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And I like sat there and I was like still like the whole time my chest was like tight and I like wasn't fully enjoying myself. Now I feel like I'm at the point where like I can like walk in, sit down at the bar, order food, order drink and like just exist. I'm still like there's still a little bit of anxiety, whether it's like I want I'm trying to meet somebody or like I don't want to talk to the person next to me or I do want to talk to the person next to me, whatever it is. But it's much, much, much different than it used to be. And like now I can actually enjoy it when I do it. And I just so much less anxiety. And so I feel like that's one of those times that we're like anxiety is not your true feelings like it's not it's trying to protect you maybe in a way but it's like it's not real and so I feel like with me with things that I get anxious about I like to, not that I like to but I feel like the way for me to like get through them is to literally force myself into doing them so like oh going out to eat by yourself makes you anxious or makes you scared okay go do it you're still gonna be scared when you do it you still might be a little bit anxious but you're gonna like condition yourself and now I feel like at this point I've conditioned myself to enjoy these things enjoy going out to eat and enjoy doing it by myself and so if you're single if you're newly single if you've never gone out by yourself go try it because it's actually way more fun than you think the next one is I wrote actually a lot of things alone are fun (laughs) it was after the dinner drinks alone are fun actually a lot of things alone are fun like you guys know all the things I do alone I feel like I don't really need to get into this but I do a lot alone and it actually is really really fun I like doing things alone now like I always have had that piece of independence but not the same extent to that I have now like now I genuinely just like to do things alone like I don't need I used to like I want somebody to go to the gym with me the fact that I like went I went to a planet fitness in Boston I went to a planet fitness by myself in New York like past me would not have done that even a couple months ago me I don't know if she would have done that and so while I'm like getting down on myself for maybe not feeling as great like physically or mentally right now like I was talking about earlier, I also have to remember how proud I am of like how far I've come because these things I would not have done like past me would not have done that. Like she just wouldn't have. I know that she would not have. And now I did it with, with, yeah, I was a little bit anxious about going to the gym in New York and I was like, Oh, it's like going to a new gym. Like that's scary. But I'm like, eh, like, honestly, it really doesn't matter. I'm like, just go to the gym. And I did I only went once, but at least I went. 
So if you're like struggling to do things alone, just start trying little things. I mean, if you feel weird getting coffee alone, do that. Get groceries alone. Just like start doing more alone. And you're going to realize that it's actually really, really fun. <laughs> this one. <laughs> I'm going to call myself out a little bit here. Um, but... <laughs> stalking him or his girlfriend's social media is not worth it it only hurts you i saw this tiktok that was like the girl was like oh but i just want to know i just want to know like it's it's good for me like she was justifying like stalking her ex's social media or something she's like it's just good for me and then then she was like okay but girl that's like you you're just poking a bruise like i understand that yeah it's you want to know but like at the end of the day you're just sitting there poking your bruise like that hurts it's gonna hurt that's not really helping you like i guess it's not the absolute worst thing for you but like sitting there just like making yourself hurt more is not gonna help you heal like in my head i was just like knowing knowing, (laughs) i'm outing myself so bad like knowing that he's like moving on i'm like i just i it's it's good to know but i'm like okay like actually you you don't need to know that and also you actually don't care what he's doing like it's just like it's like the need to like be in the loop and then you're just like wait this is actually kind of hurting me and I don't think I need to do this anymore so after a few months of that happening at the beginning I have not done that since and I'm quite proud of myself because it like honestly I don't even have like before it was like I wanted to I don't want to like I don't like we are two different human beings that just didn't end up together and we're each living our own separate life making our own separate choices and I wish him nothing but the best I hope that he is happy and is doing great but stalking his social media is not gonna help me it's just going to hurt me so if you're out there doing that quit stalking your ex okay it's not 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 helpful I also hope you guys know that getting getting very in-depth with you does make me a little bit anxious, but you know what? I don't care. I feel like you guys, you guys love it when I get deep, and I actually do feel like this is beneficial to a lot of you. So I also feel like I need to pick up the pace because uh, that is only the end of page two, and there's like four pages. I went so hard. So we're going to talk a little bit faster, as if I don't talk fast enough already. Um, a breakup does not equal a failed relationship. It's just the end of one. And I think this was something I really, really struggled with at the beginning was that I'm like, oh, my God, this relationship failed. I'm a failure. The reason I was pushing so hard for the last few months to, like, make it work was because I was like, I can't like I I can't give up on this. I can't be a failure. I can't give up on something that can be so good. But that doesn't mean it's not a failed relationship. Like this is just the end of the relationship. And now we move on to different things. Some people are not meant to be in your life forever. You have those childhood friends. You have those friends in high school, the college friends, even the friends in your 20s, I'm sure, that you, they're there like kind of for a season or some sort of reason. And then you you just kind of go your separate ways. And I think that a relationship isn't that much different. Like a friendship can be so intertwined and your lives can be so intertwined. And when it ends, like it can be messy or it can be weird or whatever, but it can also just be okay to move on. And I think that ending that relationship it's not it's not a failed relationship it's just the end of that relationship and it's time for us to go our separate ways make sure okay this is a kind of a long one but 
I just want to like explain myself and make sure if you're maintaining a relationship with any of his friends or family that it's because you have a relationship with them outside of him, not just because you want to stay around him or like in the loop of things. And I actually like this. This is just something I thought of. I don't feel like I did this necessarily. Um, I was close with his family, a few of his family members. And so or even just like mutual friends that we had that I met because of him and I felt like at first I had to like cut everybody off and because I was like I don't want them to think that I'm like trying to like stick in his life or like no I'm like uh, we're both trying to go our separate ways right now and so I'm trying to do that but also like I had made valuable relationships and like valuable friendships with these people and so after like a month or two I like kind of reached back out to them and realized that like a few of them I do still want in my life like we have a relationship with each other outside of the mutual relationship with him and so I think realizing that they're like oh it's actually like I don't feel like have a relationship with them is me trying to like stick around him or something no it's just I have a relationship with them and I'm gonna I'm gonna maintain that just the same as if he made a friend mutually through me I would be okay with them remaining friends like in the end like life is just about like connections and love and meeting people and making connections with people and networking and like I feel like life would be so unfulfilling without community and without connection with other people and so if you're making connections with people through another person then just because that original relationship ended doesn't mean that you can't remain friends hopefully that made sense but my point is like just just make sure that you're if you do have relationships with these people that you met through him or her I'm just saying him in every situation because that's what my situation was but if you have a relationship with them then make sure it's just because you actually have a relationship with them not because you're just trying to stick around and like stay in his life or like stay in the loop of things um it takes two to ruin a relationship so don't just blame him or yourself i went through the blame game of blaming myself for a while then i went through the blame game of blaming him for a while and then i'm like oh actually both of us did things that are wrong both of us did things that were shitty that doesn't like we both did things that were wrong and the relationship ended also ended because it wasn't meant to last longer than that so just don't blame him full i mean maybe obviously there are some situations where it can fully be the other person but i would say typically it takes two to ruin a relationship or two to end a relationship and so i think finding what each of you did wrong or how each of you can kind of fix things moving forward in your next relationship is a major piece people cope in different ways don't be upset or offended by however he chose chooses to cope compared to like how you choose to cope i'm just kind of gonna leave that there um we all we all cope in different ways and some people it's um going through a hookup phase or getting right on dating apps dating somebody else like being single for forever who knows uh being angry being sad being totally fine everybody copes in their own way and i think it's really easy to get offended or get upset when you see the other person coping in a different way or like the opposite way of you and you're like what the fuck is wrong with you but it's like okay but the way you're coping might not be perfect either like it's just it's how we get through it it's how we get our brains to accept that we're okay and we're gonna move on so yeah try not to get too upset and try to be a little understanding but also i'm gonna jump ahead to one other thing i wrote down because i feel like it goes with that allow yourself to be angry allow yourself to be upset let yourself go through the angry phase i tried really hard to not be angry at him because i was like you are a great person i know you're a great person and i we just didn't work out but i'm like let yourself be mad like i hope that he got mad at me for shitty things that i did just as i got mad at him for shitty things that i did 
wait that he did you know like you're allowed to be mad just like at the beginning i said you're allowed to feel your feelings no matter when they come up or what they are you're allowed to do that breakups are fucking ridiculous like it's it's such a stupid but great thing that we all go i would say almost everybody goes through and but i feel like it's so beneficial to go through um another thing go no contact asap i again that was like my original plan i did message him a few times afterwards when i would be feeling upset and try to like talk through things it really didn't help anybody it really just strained our relationship anyway so definitely just go no contact asap as soon as you can because i mean with us like we were not fully no contact because i still lived in an apartment that was under his name so we kind of had the like connection i would have to venmo him for um utilities and stuff but ultimately like we went pretty much no contact and after the apartment was up then we don't speak at all and it's just it's what's better like it's what's best for us and it's obviously the best answer in this situation um also blocking each other on social media actually does help <laughs> no matter how much it hurts um yeah just actually blocking each other. like not again just like i said earlier like poking the wound of like looking up what he's doing or like stalking your ex it's not helpful like seeing that they're having a great time is not i know <laughs> i will out myself again when we broke up and before we had each other blocked i 100 percent was posting selfies was posting pictures of me doing things in the attempt to make him sad like that's not that's not good like that's not that's not beneficial to me that's not beneficial to him like i should not have been doing that but i didn't again i did not know how else to cope and i was just like i want you to know that i'm living my best life and i don't give a fuck that you broke up with me and blah blah, blah. like just block each other honestly <laughs> just block each other and move on obviously there are situations where you do remain each other's lives but that's where it gets messy i really think that yeah you can be civil human beings and you can unblock each other and you can coexist but i think that there are some situations where that just doesn't work like some situations where it's more unhealthy to try to remain this and like keep this friendship because for me like if we were long distance and then try to keep this friendship after we broke up like it would just feel like we're long distance so i'm like that's like we gotta no we can't talk to each other and after like blocking each other that that is that is the way to go um, the other thing I learned, I don't, I actually don't want to marry the only person that I date. Like at first I was like, oh, that's so cool. And it, for some people it is. And for some people, like I'm a fucking wedding photographer. You know how many people I, how many couples I work with that have been together their whole lives and the only people they dated and they are genuinely perfect for each other and they grew together and I, I like literally could never see them with anybody else. Absolutely. But I know personally now that I've gone through a breakup, I'm like, I'm, I'm actually glad I'm not d- dating the only, or marrying the only person I date. Like I'm glad that I get to kind of poke around a little the dating scene sucks ass too but you know we get to try some new things out now that also i feel like ties into the fact that experiencing a heartbreak is so necessary and beneficial because i genuinely would not be able to understand anyone else's if it weren't for mine and i know that because i had friends that were going through breakups in high school and in college and i was always just like man that sucks man are you that sucks are you okay but then i went through mine where i hysterically like scream cried in the moment and like felt the strongest emotions i've ever felt in my life and i was like holy shit i get it now i get it now like breakups fucking suck but we all go through them and i think that just you're able to have a lot more empathy once you go through one that you're like oh my god i get what she's feeling like i understand oh she can't eat for the last like three weeks i get it i get it like it fucks you up because you're feeling 
the strongest emotions probably you've ever felt. And it really, really can suck. I feel like this is kind of similar to ones earlier, but there really just is no timeline on healing. You are going to heal in your own time and on your own journey, on your own path. And you cannot push yourself to heal faster or slower or whatever it is. Like you're going to heal in the time that you heal as long as you're putting in the work. And so there's, there's no timeline. Lean on your support system, but know when it's time to start processing and dealing on your own. I know that, like I said, I've been, I was a really independent person before him. Then I became very codependent and then was trying to find my independence again. And when you're with a, when you have a partner, obviously you like go to them with most things. Like you're struggling with this. You talk to them about it or you need, you like, you're just always talking to them. And I know right after the breakup, every time I was like feeling upset, I'd like, go to call him or I go to and I'm like okay obviously can't call him but go to call my friends and then I'm like okay Morgan they've done so much for you don't get me wrong like they have been like they FaceTime me and right after we broke up and they were there for me and listened to me cry and like my friends were the absolute my rocks and my my sisters my family but at the same time I you have to learn to deal with things and process things on your own and I remember one of my friends kind of said that that she was like I like she didn't say this like rudely at all and in the moment she was just kind of wasn't even directing it to me it was more so like like just an overarching thing but it was just like you can't replace him with like his support with somebody else's like you have you you can you have to find it on in your own and I think sometimes it can go too far this way where like I will try to process and deal and not ask for any help but I feel like I'm finding this good balance of I go to my friends when I need a little extra support or I need help with something. But at the same time, I am fully capable of processing and dealing with my emotions on my own. I don't need to like go through somebody else to do that. And not like thinking back to when I used to do that, it's like crazy because I don't do that now because I'm by myself. I don't have a partner to like work through things with me. And so, yeah, I don't know. Lean on your friends, but just know when it's time to lean on yourself instead or more, I guess. There's a reason things end it. It might take a long time for you to realize that, but you will, what? But you'll learn the reason eventually. I don't know if there's necessarily a specific reason always, but it's just like, you'll realize why it didn't work and why you're better off living your own lives. Like you're, maybe you're trying to merge two lives that just aren't going to merge. Like there's too many compromises and sacrifices that have to be made on either side to make a life together work. And that's okay. Um, but don't don't get upset if you like you break up. I have no idea why this would happen. It'll come in time. Like you're gonna realize in time why it needed to happen. Whether it brings other people into your life or it brings like another opportunity. Like there's a reason. There's absolutely a reason that it happened, and it wouldn't have happened without a, a reason behind it. Um, I also learned that my life and my path is my own. Other people's opinions of that do not matter. That's not specific to breakup or being single, but I think just over the last year, that's something I've learned that truly my life and my path is my own. I can, I am, I'm the creator of my own life. I'm the creator of my own story and I can choose which path I want to take. And what other people think of that is not my fucking problem. It's not my business. It's like, it's like what the back of my hair looks like and back of my head, not my business. What the back of myself, not my business. <laughs> it's the back of me. I don't fucking care. But it doesn't matter what other people think of the life you're choosing to live because as long as it's bringing you joy, and it's making you feel like your best, most authentic, highest self. That's all that matters. 
and maybe it doesn't feel like that in the moment because you're right away because you're like oh my god i don't know if this is what i want then try new things try different stuff out if maybe you'll look back and be like ah, that did not make sense i'm not sure why i did that but you were trying you're trying to figure it out and i feel like that's where i'm at especially like your early 20s like we're all just trying to figure our shit out and if your path is different that's fine it's fine like do not let other people's opinions of that matter because they're literally just gonna put you down like you you get to make your choices I feel like at some point in every episode I ever make, I get to tell you guys this, but I'm serious. It doesn't matter because I'm you, you are the, you are in control. You are in control of your life and you get to make your choices. So stop worrying about what other people think of you. Um, Healing is not linear. It comes in waves. So does sadness and emotions. Very similar to things I've said earlier, but apparently was a necessary thought for me to write down. Um, But yeah, it just, it comes in waves. I think that was like something that like made me feel better was that somebody like I, there'd be like two days after I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm doing good. I'm cleaning the house and blah, blah, blah. And then like 30 seconds later, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so fucking sad. Blah, blah, blah. Like it comes in waves. Like you're going to feel good. Then you're going to feel bad. You're going to feel a high. You're going to feel a low and that's okay. This was the one I skipped to earlier. So I'm going to skip it, but let yourself be mad. Even if he was a great guy, like you're allowed to be mad, feel the feelings. You have to say yes more often and be open to new experiences and changes now more than ever. I have learned that this year so heavily like I have realized how much I just need to be open especially after coming out of a breakup when you're with a partner you're obviously I think this is the thing sometimes people like like oh my friend got a boyfriend and now we never see her obviously there are times when yes people go too hard and are like cut out all their friends but I'm saying if you get into a relationship you you have to prioritize the relationship too like yes you're prioritizing yourself you're prioritizing your family your friends but you have to prioritize them too if you want that to be a relationship otherwise it's just going to be some casual friendship where you see each other once in a while like if you want it to be an actual relationship you have to put time into that and so i feel like it's common for people to kind of like shit on their friends for prioritizing their relationship but you do have to and so once you come out of that relationship and you you're going to have more time like whether or not you lived with them, whether like you're going to have more time because the time that you would spend with them, you now either are going to spend with yourself or with other people. And so I feel like when you come out of a relationship, you go through a breakup and you're like, OK, I have all this extra time now. Say yes to the things that come up, like say yes to the new experiences, the trips, the changes, the opportunities to move, the opportunities for new friendships, like say yes now more than ever, because this is the time when you're exploring again, you're figuring out yourself again you are realizing who you are outside of relationship what you want outside of relationship just kind of like refinding all of that and so you have to be very very open and extra open to all these new things that are happening i only have a few left but it's okay if you don't have oh it's okay if you don't have a major physical glow up right after have compassion for yourself i feel like that's a you always see like the transformation tiktoks where it's like he broke my heart and then she's like ripped a year later and like looks so fucking good and whatever and i was like so convinced that was gonna be me i'm like oh, i'm gonna look so good like i'm gonna i'm gonna finally get like get ripped and go to the gym and whatever but like that did not that did not happen i feel good and i feel like i look good but like i didn't have some crazy physical change and I feel like sometimes I was like, damn, I should have like utilized my like anger and whatever after the breakup. But like, that's not what was on my mind. Like on my mind was like, yeah, I was trying new things and doing different things, but I wasn't like, oh, I need to get to the gym and like change my whole physical appearance. Like 
I just, I don't know. Like if you do, that's obviously fucking wonderful because sometimes that like my breakup spurs you to focus on yourself or whatever. But I was already semi healthy. And so I just think that I like kind of shit on myself for a while there. I'm like, I should have just used this time and you know, gotten, gotten so much better looking or whatever. But I'm like, okay, it's also fine that you didn't like whatever. This is a really random thing I've learned this year, but I literally wrote, I fucking love country music. And I think the thing that ties us in is that I grew up on country and then I went through a phase where I didn't really like country anymore because it was like, oh, like country's dumb, like country's cringy, like it's stupid. And I'll listen to like rap in high school and hip hop and hip hop. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what you call genres of music anymore. I feel like everybody's so all over the place. But anyway, my ex listened to a lot of rock music. And so I came to love rock music. I already liked rock music, but like when that's what we would always listen to, I liked rock music and he did not like country. So we did not listen to country. Like we were together. We we're not listening to country. We we're typically listening to rock. And like we'd listen to my music, like uh, indie, like chill vibes sometimes. Like a lot of times we were listening to rock. And after the breakup, I went through this phase where I didn't really listen to music because I was like, what kind of music do I like? Because now rock just reminds me of him. And I'm like not in the mood to be like reminded of him every second right after the breakup. And so I'm like, what kind of music do I like? And in the last like six, seven months or like since this fall, I fucking love country again. Like I love country. I listen to country all the time. Like folksy indie stuff too, but country too. I love country. And I listen to so much much country now and that is like a thing I've learned about myself this year is that I'm a, I'm a country girly at my core and I will marry a hot rancher man on the farm and we will ride horses and wear cowboy boots. <laughs> that's that's the dream you guys. I'm going to I'm going to find him. Um, last thing I wrote down is that sometimes you won't find closure with them. So you have to find it within yourself. And I think something I tried right after, like I said, I was, I'd contact him a few times after like, oh my God, like this doesn't make sense. Like, can we talk about this? And it's just like, at the end of the day, you're not going to get the closure you want from them. Most likely like in the moment you might feel like you got closure, but then a a couple months later you're like, but I need closure on this. Or like, it doesn't make sense now because I like learned this or whatever. You can't rely on getting it from them because you're probably you're not going to get it and you like you need to find it within yourself you need to find ways to like do that and I'm not going to say what ways specifically because I don't know if I fully found it I feel like I have I don't know I don't have any specific examples but I'm saying just like sometimes you just cannot find it with them you have to find it within yourself so I feel like that's about all that I have um that was everything I wrote down I feel like there's probably a million other things I've learned but I feel like those were the big things and the things that like really came to me when I sat down to like write all these they just like all were like flowing out of me but yeah if you've gone through a breakup you're going through a breakup you went through a breakup two years ago who fucking knows there is so much opportunity to like learn about yourself and what you want and I definitely encourage you to like take that opportunity and really lean into it because I am who I am because of that relationship, because of that breakup, because of everything I've gone through in the last year. And I'm really, really proud of myself and where I've ended up. Did I think that this would a year ago, if you told me that this would be my life, I would have laughed in your face because I'm like, what? Like, yes, I'm still have the basis of like I'm running my business and I'm traveling. And that was like the dream. I did not plan to be living in Grand Rapids. I did not plan to be living with roommates again. I did not plan to have the friend group that I have. Like I did not plan for any of this. Like I did not think any of this was going to happen. But here we are. I like op- I was open to new opportunities and things that were coming my way and experiences. And this is where we've ended up. And I'm really happy with where I am. 
and obviously I'm I you can you can be really happy and you can also be struggling on another like level like like I said at the beginning I'm just struggling with my health and like figuring out what's going on with me right now and why I feel like this but I'm also really really proud of myself and I'm feel like I'm in a overall really good place um I had written all these things down in my journal while I was journaling and so I typically have all my notes on my computer but this was in my journal and after I wrote those down I wrote in my journal so I'm just gonna like read this like little paragraph but I said sitting here reflecting on last year as I try to plan this podcast episode and wow I really have learned so much especially when I think about how different my mindset is now compared to a year ago I actually am so much more open to things and committed to bettering myself I have so many great friends and I don't let people use me or walk all over me I'm healing and yeah I feel like I'm gonna could tear up right now I feel the (laughs) back of my eyeballs but seriously, like there's a reason things happen. Everything happens for a reason. I am so happy with where I've ended up and everything that I went through, no matter how fucking hard it was. Like it was so hard. There were so many times that like were awful, but I've now come out of it on the better side. And I truly just, I feel like I'm at a point where I really, really, really wish the best for him. And if you know him or if like, I did not want any of this to come across as like, I'm not shitting on him at all. Like I'm just openly talking about what happened with, from my perspective within everything. And obviously this is my podcast. So I kind of get to talk about what I want, but realistically like that's kind of how everything went down and how this last year has gone and my thoughts behind all of it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's all I have. I'm going to wrap it up before I keep rambling, but hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, if you want to hear more about relationships, dating, all that stuff from me, of course, I probably will give you more, but at the same time, I don't know what I'm doing either. I'm just, um, sharing my perspective and my experiences with you, but yeah, I loved, I loved recording this. I feel like I was very inspired and just like felt really good and felt like it was actually beneficial. So if it was, let me know, DM me. I love, I love creating community with you guys. Like, so please go follow the Instagram, join the Facebook group at that's all podcast follow the Instagram at that's all pod and the giveaway for the Stanley Tumblr. I posted about it on the Instagram to remind you guys, but it is live until May 1st. So that means you need to go enter ASAP. And in order to enter, you need to go to Apple podcast, which is just the podcast app on your phone, go to Apple podcasts, leave a five-star rating and written review, not just a rating. I've gotten a lot of ratings, but we only have like six reviews. Those are the people that are going to enter for the giveaway. You need to write a rate or a review, a written review to get enter for the giveaway and then screenshot and share your favorite episode on your Instagram stories and tag. That's all pod. I know it sounds like a lot, but it's really not. I just promise you that the written reviews help the podcast so much and help me so much. And so that's the only way you're going to enter in, in this giveaway is if you're writing that written review. Okay, so go ahead and do that. Go look at the Instagram and you can see the um, Stanley Tumblr that we're giving away and all that good stuff. Um, Otherwise, I love you guys so much already. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me that you're here. Go leave those ratings and reviews. Go follow the Instagram. I post all the updates there. You know the whole spiel at this point, okay? I love you guys so much already and I cannot wait to chat with you next week. That's all. Bye. Bye.